Now on the phone with us, Dr. Sharan Klein, Superintendent Redmond Schools. Sharan, good morning. Good morning. It's good to be with you this morning, Frank. Congratulations, Redmond High Wrestling State Champions. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, we weren't really ranked to take the state. We thought we'd be in the top five, but coming through and the kids just performed well, the coaches did great. Uh, we had enough scores down in that third and fourth rank uh, to really take us over the top. Really only had one individual state champion, but I tell you, it takes a team. One of the many things I love about wrestling is just how uh, it takes a big team of people of lots of different sizes and weights, and and uh, and the kids just do really well with it. So, uh, yeah. We're excited. We're excited how they did. We're excited how they performed. And it really kind of knocked off some uh, some of the bigger players in the state. So we're very proud of them. We're very, very excited about it. I understand you're going to have a big uh, congratulatory assembly for that coming up this morning. Yeah, yeah, we sure are. Uh, we're going to bring people together on that. Uh, we're going to acknowledge our uh, both our state champions, and uh, we had uh, Anzen uh, Whiting, uh, who was a state champion, and McKenzie uh Sharon and uh, you know we had so one one male and one female state champions in this and uh, again it was a it was a pretty fantastic experience but that whole team had to come together to win that total state champion issue I mean you know I think Thurston High School had more actual state champions but all the kids working together and all of them wrestling hard came out with that team state champion move. So well, when you've got really a school great. that's got a championship, state championship, and no matter what the sport is, that's got to get uh, younger ones excited about that. I mean, people who are headed into those schools, like the eighth graders who uh, I imagine they've already gone. Have they gone in for an orientation yet? <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. The eighth graders have come in for orientation, um, and you're right. It does it does make people pretty excited about it. And our youth wrestling programs are actually going well, so people are interested in that. Getting involved with with kids fairly young uh, is how you do well with wrestling. But just just the idea of how we uh, how we're bringing eighth graders into the school, how we're getting people ready to go. Uh, the eighth grade students all came in for an orientation, and they mostly went around and looked at what our career tech ed classes are. And we have a lot of them in Redmond High, and so the eighth graders, you know, kind have to pick pathways or pick ideas and so they get that idea of do they want to work in welding or machining or in our business classes or computer or computers or robots or or our ag classes all the different things that we do at redmond high so well um it was a chance for those kids to see it uh we were going to bring the parents in um that same night it was last thursday uh, but we had to cancel because of weather uh we were going to have the kids sign up for classes working with their parents so we've delayed that for a little bit um but it's been great and then, uh, and so we're looking forward to getting our, our our eighth graders signed up and our master schedules built, and and really kind of bringing parents in on that, so they understand what Redmond High offers and what we could do for their kids. Uh, we've also been doing some great stuff about uh, Redmond High, putting uh, some of our kids out into elementary buildings to act as role models. Uh, they've been reading with kids out there. They've been uh, working with uh, uh, both our football players and our avid students. Uh, so those are. Those are kids kind of working on a college pathway, um, are been out reading with kids, and just being good role models for our younger kids. That's great when the uh, the older students can go into the elementary schools and sort of mentor. If they don't have younger brothers and sisters, it's a great experience for them. It really is, and the younger kids really uh, look up to the older ones. Yeah, Speaking of that, actually, we're looking for volunteers in our schools as well. We, we're looking to try and get more positive adults um, from the community into our schools to, to work with our with our high school students and really, well, all of our students, really. And so there's so many opportunities for people who would like to be volunteers in their school. Uh, if they want to contact us here at our district office, we can line, line folks up with that. We've got reading buddies for the younger kids. We've got lunch buddies just kind of hang out with 
with the kids, uh, you know, crossing guards. We'll really take people for whatever kind of time they'll give us. If they can come in one day a week, they can come in an hour a day, a day a month, we are happy to um, do that. If somebody would like to volunteer with our schools, we have so many different opportunities. We just feel it's so important that we're working to get positive adults in with our kids um, to move forward on that. So any of your listeners out there would like to volunteer, uh, we'd love to have you. Um, please give us a call uh, at the here at the Redmond District Office uh, or send us an email at info um, redmondschools.org, and we can get you hooked up. FM News 100.1, KBND. We're talking to Dr. Sharan Klein, Superintendent, Redmond Schools. These volunteers that you're looking for, this, these folks, can they kind of volunteer to a school that's maybe closer in their neighborhood? Yeah, they sure can. We've got 13 schools around the around the community, eight elementaries, two middles, and two highs. And um, we, uh, yeah, we can kind of match you up with what your interests are. If you live across the street from John Tech Elementary School and you'd like to volunteer, uh, you know, come on over and we can do that. Of course, you have to be background checked. Uh, no, no adult gets to work with kids without a solid background check, so we have to go through that. But uh, if you if you've got some time and you'd like to give back to the community or give back to the youth, um, we can make that happen, whatever is local to you, or if you have a specific interest. We have uh, some folks, for instance, who are out volunteering in our uh, in our um, uh, construction classes. We've got some former construction people out there helping out Alan Wheeler's classes at, at RHS, and that's been a real blessing. What kind of feedback do you get from these adult volunteers? How do they feel about it? Well, we haven't had that many yet, to be honest with you. Um, the ones we do get are, are become highly engaged. Um, I mean, I remember during COVID, the places were shut down, right? We had a hard time bringing people in. So we're having to, to re, re-engage with people that we want folks back in our buildings now that they're open. But anyway, some of our volunteers that have been involved become highly uh, engaged with the programs, even possessive of them, that they want to make sure they're being successful. Uh, one of the volunteers I work with who's in, who's in uh, Rotary member, uh, who, who's out there helping our uh, construction classes, he's, he's all in for what we do with kids. And once he saw it, once he saw what we're up to, he's out there, you know, several times a week helping out. And, and we find that it brings a lot of meaning to people's lives, both the kids and the, and the adults. One of the events that I've always looked forward to, especially pre-COVID, was the uh, Central Oregon Job Fair, which happens uh, this year, March 23rd. That's usually, where's that going to be? It's going to be up at Eagle Crest this year, and we're going to uh, invite people from around the state who'd like to come and, and teach with us. Uh, and actually, it's not just us. It's all of the Central Oregon schools. We all contribute to that. Um, as you know, teachers are in short supply these days. Um, it's been tough to find them. Uh, a lot of folks have decided that education is not the career they want to get into. And uh, we are doing our best to engage people and bring them in. Um, we are uh, we're looking for uh, – we are looking for um, – Great uh, teachers, people that want to come and help uh, build Central Oregon and build our communities and become part of our community here at the at the school district. Uh, we'd love to have folks. Uh, last year, we brought people in from all over the country. We had people come in from Michigan and Minnesota and, and uh, Florida and all sorts of areas. It's not just local people that come to these things. We also have uh, people from around the, the area as well, so around the uh, country as well. So hoping to bring people in. Uh, we'll also run uh, – we may go out this year and go look at some uh, some job fairs around the, around the country as well, trying to, trying to get a hold of good candidates. All right. Uh, it's uh, Central Oregon Job Fair. That's on March 23rd. Now, it's something that you've always uh, continually work on is safety. Yeah, continually. Yeah. 
Well, as you know, we have a great relationship with our police department, and we continue to do good work with them. Their SROs are in our buildings, and, and, they're, uh, and they're working hard. Uh, and we continue to make those safety upgrades, those physical upgrades to the, to the area. Um, so we've been working on Obsidian Middle School all year. We, unfortunately, we've had some backlog with supply chain and getting our getting our um, electronic systems up to, you know, card swipers, that, that sort of thing. Um, those are finally coming in, though, and we should have all that stuff installed over spring break. Um, and so we'll be, we'll be in good shape with that. You can, you know, limit who comes in the building with those. You can see who's coming in the building. Uh, this summer, we'll be doing retrofitting to all of our elementaries and some of our high schools uh, to make sure that we have secure vests coming into the schools, so nobody can just walk right in. Um, even now, we've got, you know, we have people watching the doors all the time, but we don't have that physical barrier all the time, and so we'll have that by the end of summer. We're, we're getting set up to make that happen. Unfortunately, construction has moved a lot slower than we'd liked over the course of the year. Most of it's been about getting materials through supply chains, uh, but we are finally starting to overcome those barriers. All right. Well, glad to hear that things are making progress and moving on. One of the things that you're involved in this time of year is budget planning. What's What sort of things are at the top of your list? Well, um, we are still hoping uh, for those numbers coming out of the state. Uh, we've just got a great economic forecast from the state economists. Uh, they had been predicting a recession into summer. They're now saying that if we do have a recession, and it sounds like it's a big F, it won't be until the fourth quarter of the year. Um, so they're predicting that state revenues will be up by, I think, it was about $700 million uh, higher than they thought it was going to be. Um, and so that being the case, um, we're hoping for a little better budget than the state was originally giving us. Um, as we're looking at things, we're beginning to ask the questions, you know, how much are we paying people and how much, uh, how much are we, uh, what are we spending on things and what programs are we running and what's essential and what, what's not. Uh, we still, uh, as you know, we had quite a bit of federal money coming in. Uh, through the COVID stuff, and that money is beginning to run out. Uh, and we haven't, for the most part, you know, bought anything permanent with that. We've done after-school programs. We've done. Uh, we had to buy. We bought some little buses. We've we we spent money to trying to keep people employed and keep them healthy. Um, you know, equipment that sort of thing. But um, that that resource is going away, and so we're having to consider what we're what we want to keep going forward and what we can and can't afford. And that process just takes a while. There's a lot of people with a lot of inputs in that. There's a lot of uh, a lot of decisions that have to be made about what we can can keep going and what we can't. Uh, These after school programs we've been running though have just been amazing for kids and for staff. Really, we'd love to find a way to keep those going even after the federal money goes away. But but they're expensive, but boy they're they're great. They really do good things for people. Well, Sharan, as always, you keep a lot of plates spinning. So. <laughs> Really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. All right. Hey, thanks, Frank. Always good to be on. 